this is Janelle Marie, the founder and executive director of the STD Project, and you are listening to a, another installment of our Happy Hump Day podcasts. Today's topic is going to be a little bit dicey, I think. I'll be talking about the way we talk about STDs and using politically correct terms and vocabulary, and if this is just one more thing to add to the ever-growing list of things we can and can't say when being PC, quote-unquote. I should warn everyone who's listening that this will be one of the few podcasts in which some of my vocabulary may be a bit off color. So there's your warning and know that that's very intentional. The idea behind this, the terms in which I'm talking about are things that we say commonly when we're referring to people with STDs, STIs or STDs. We're talking about words like leper, monster, slut, dirty, whore, damaged goods, tainted, someone who's been passed around, quote unquote. people randomly in in different discussions that it's kind of getting over the top. This is like political correctness gone mad and social considerations are becoming excessive. This is just ridiculous. We can't always filter every single thing we ever say and be worried about everyone we might offend because there are so many things we can't say now. Here's the thing. There are one in two people who will have contracted an STD, and you guys have heard this statistic over and over again from me. One in two people will have contracted an STD by the age of 25. 80% of all women, this statistic has been said a couple of times as well, 80% of all women will have contracted an HPV infection by the age of 50 at some point in their lives. That's a lot of people that are affected by STIs and STDs. Chances are you know not only one, but many people who are affected by STIs and STDs. I say that because we don't say the people who are hearing impaired anymore are deaf. We don't call African American people Negroes. We don't call Italian people WAPs. We don't say when something's not cool or not okay, we don't say that's so gay. We don't call mentally disabled people retarded. We don't say when we're screwing someone over that we're Jewing someone. We don't call Cubans or Puerto Ricans wetbacks. We don't call white people crackers. We don't even call transgender people trannies or lesbians dykes or little people midgets. There are all sorts of things we don't say. Why don't we do that? We don't do that for a number of reasons, but a couple of those reasons are that we often know someone who fits into those categories or who identifies that way. And those are pejorative terms. They are terms that are meant to dumb someone down. They are intentionally used as derogatory, slanderous vocabulary. So we don't use that because we care about somebody in those categories. The trouble is we oftentimes don't know if we actually know someone with an STI or STD. So we use these terms and jokes and think, oh, it's no big deal. I don't know anyone with an STI or STD. Chances are you do. The issue 
also is not only just that we care about these people and hurting their feelings and, oh, worried about this sensitivity. It's that a person's word choice is scientifically proven to have a significant framing effect upon the actual perceptions, the memories, the attitudes and both of the speaker and the listener. So you're subconsciously defining yourself by the words you're using. has a huge effect on stigma and that's of course what we're trying to eradicate here and it either adds to the stigma that's already there or it helps reduce stigma so if you're an advocate or an activist and you want to do that of course your word choice is going to be important and overall it minimizes that alienation and discrimination against socially disadvantaged groups. People with STIs and STDs are socially disadvantaged because they're disenfranchised and taught to believe that they are somehow subpar to the rest of society when in fact it's almost a majority of people who have had some experience with an STI or STD. away from this and when I've had this conversation with people when I've argued with people about this saying it's still important to change your vocabulary to think of it in a different light and they've basically said you know it's just over the top it's too much I'm sick of all this PC talk I'm sick of everything having to be so correct and us making sure we're never hurting anyone's feelings and the alternative though this is what I want to pose to you the alternative is if you're not willing to make an effort to say to not say some of these things and that's including some of the ones I mentioned and there's a long huge list of others that I didn't mention and didn't include if you're not willing to do that You're really actually just saying you're too lazy to slow down, think about what you're saying, and find a substitute vocabulary word. You're too lazy to make that effort. It doesn't affect you. You don't think it affects you. So what I would like to pose, the end result is not being too lazy to slow down and think about what you're saying. It's to say we actually care about the overall social conscientiousness of everyone at hand, and we want to make sure people are included. And so we are willing to take a step back and substitute our vocabulary for something more effective, more accurate, and more holistically positive. And that's it. There's my concept. There's my thought for you guys today. Stay tuned. Next time we're going to be talking about myths and misconceptions and the highlights from those myths that I've been posting for the last couple of months as a result of our STD Awareness Month campaign. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.